Hey, y'all out there. This is Bo Billingsley, the voice of Jet Black and the Fourth Raikage. You're listening to The Night Nerd. Stay tuned because all kinds of good things will be happening. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Thursday, so we're going to talk a little bit of history. All week, we've been buying and selling and trading and selling and trading and buying and everything. And um, it's been interesting, you know. Kind of realize, like, how poor I am when we're looking at the most expensive comics and things like that. But I'm trying to figure out what to talk about today, you know. I didn't really want to look at the history of finance or the history of commerce. Because uh, while it does have some interesting parts... As a whole, it gets real luxury real quick, and yeah, it's just not what we're about. So I was trying to think, I was like, what is a big purchase in history? Well, I'm from Texas, and growing up, we learned all about the Louisiana Purchase. Or at least I thought I knew all about it until I started looking at it for today's show. So let's dive into it, because the Louisiana Purchase, uh, we're just scratching the surface of it. And there's so much that went on, I actually sent a message to our uh, buddy Sebastian over at Our Fake History telling him he needed to look into this so that way he can do a proper show on it and break it all down. So going back to the uh, late 1700s, okay, we got to look at that, what the Louisiana as a whole was and what this purchase would mean. But Louisiana was just uh, kind of worthless, not worthless, but it passed hands a lot, you know, it went go from Spain to France to Spain to France, back and forth and everything. And the French, you know, they had this big vision of settling the Western Hemisphere. You know, they, we talked about before on the show how Britain come over here, Spain and coming over here. So France was going to make their run at it. And Louisiana was part of that. Now, the only problem was... At this time, Spain had it. They had only had it for a few years, but when Napoleon came in, that's when he was like, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take this over. We're gonna do this," and he got the territory from Spain. But he quickly saw he's like, "Man, it's it's not worth it. Like everything that's going on here, I need to do something with this." And America. We just wanted New Orleans because that was one of the main, I mean, to this day, it's still one of the largest ports out there. And that's what they were using to bring in, uh, you know, everything from flour and tobacco to lard, cheese, slaves, everything. And there was a kind of a gentleman's agreement that America had of, okay, you can come in here. It's what they call a, a right of deposit. And that started actually with Spain back in 1795. And we were able to use it to store goods, you know, import, export, do whatever. Well, 1798, Spain said, all right, we're done with that. No more of that. I guess they didn't realize it. Like, we just beat the biggest powerhouse in the world at that time. So we were kind of cocky about it and decided, all right, that's not going to happen. So... This time we start shopping around for allies. 
And uh, it, it works out, though, because in 1800, Spain gave Louisiana back to France because Napoleon had this super secret treaty that it had to do with acknowledging kings in this part of the world and land in this other part of the world and everything. It was a really weird shell game, but it worked out. And even, I mean, pretty much as soon as he got it, though, he sold it because the treaty became public and did everything uh, November 30th of 1803. Well, the formal session to the United States was December 20th of that year. So like I said, that's how quickly things turned around. But when it all went down, uh, it's really interesting. So like I said, America just cared about New Orleans. We wanted the port. That's all we needed. And uh, Tom Jefferson sent people over to France to negotiate the purchase of the port. Like, hey, we want this port. What do you want for it? Let's figure it out. And before we even get into that, so Jefferson was a very strict constitutionalist. Like, he believed whatever the Constitution said the president can and cannot do, that is what they need to do. Like, there was no gray areas with him. And he struggled a lot with this because this treaty, this dealing with the treaty, he felt might not be right. And it actually was a pretty hot-button topic. It didn't get to the point of impeachment or anything, but it definitely, I mean, at one point, there was even talks of a northern secession because of everything going on with it. You know, so many crazy things. But he, James Madison, who was in his cabinet, and James Madison, for those who don't know, like his nickname, and this really isn't a great nickname, but he was the father of the Constitution because he was one of the people that like nitpicked it and made everything the way it is. He said, hey, Tommy, I don't know. I, I'm guessing he called him Tommy. Look, this is, no matter how you cut it, you can do this. It, is, it gives you the right to negotiate treaties, and that's what this is. So after a bunch of hub grub, they approved it. But before that, like I said, we sent John Adams over to France to talk about buying New Orleans. And he got over there, and Napoleon had kind of given up on his conquest of the Western Hemisphere at this point, and he was getting his ducks in a row. And when he got over, the, um, so Adams went in there, and he, he was told, all right, man, you can spend, I think it's like $10 million to buy New Orleans. And that's, that's how it's going to go down. And he was like, okay, all right, we can do this. So he goes over there, they're whining, they're dining, they're doing everything, you know, that the way it happens. And all of a sudden, France is like, hey, you want all of Louisiana? Uh, we'll call it for $15 million. So almost without... Uh, actually, yes, they didn't really ask permission of Thomas Jefferson. They were like, yes, sign us up. That's a good deal. Let's do it. One of those easier to, uh, was it, ask forgiveness than permission. So it all goes through, and then that's where the kind of hubbub of is it right or not came in. We go 
approve it all, signed, sealed, delivered by Louisiana. And now at this point, though, Spain is like, hold on, hold on, hold on. France, you can't sell that. We had a deal in the super secret treaty that, you know, you didn't get that land until you acknowledge this other guy as king. Remember that secret treaty pact we talked about? Yeah. Well, and then America, being America, they go to Spain and they're like, all right, Spain, first off, we came to you first and said, we want to buy New Orleans. And you said, you have to talk to France about it. It's their land now. And that was, after that, their argument just kind of fell apart. I mean, they, America kept bringing up all these different things. And so Spain was like, all right, all right, our bad. Have Louisiana, have New Orleans. You can take it. And after we purchased it, you know, there was this whole big weird thing of, are these people now American citizens? Because you had uh, Spaniards, you had French, you had free slaves, all these people. And we needed them to pay taxes to pay for this land we just bought. So uh, this whole big rite of passage thing and these new laws implemented, and it's kind of crazy. Like I said, you can deep dive into the New, or uh, New Orleans and Louisiana Purchase, and there's a big, and rightfully so, contention about a lot of that that he sold wasn't even France's. It was Native American land, but Napoleon basically sold dibs to America. You know, so not only do you have the French laying claim to it, you have the Spanish laying claim to it, and the Native Americans had claim to it. But Napoleon was like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to attack these Native Americans. I, America, you get first dibs on that, is essentially what the treaty said. So it's, it's crazy. And I could spend hours sitting here talking to you about it and the way everything went down and it went on, but... I encourage you to research it yourself if you want to. Like you said, here in Texas, we were part of, part of Texas was part of that purchase. So we, we didn't learn about it. But I never realized that on paper, on official paper, let me rephrase that, France only had it for a couple of months before they sold it. And then, you know, Spain trying to get it back and everything else that happened. We learned about it as, oh, hey, Thomas Jefferson doubled the size of America with this purchase, uh, manifest destiny, westward wagons, ho, stuff like that. And then, as with most history, you know, it's always seen through rose-colored glasses. You got to look at stuff. And there's so much here, like, to the point where me personally, I, I'm going to research some more about it just because I want to see what's going on and what happens. So I think it's going to be cool. Um, let me know if you, what you know about the Louisiana Purchase, like, are you a wagon tow person? Or if you know a lot about it, please let me know, because we'll have you on the show and we'll talk about it. You can drop us a comment here on SoundCloud in the comments down there below us, or find us on social media. Sorry, I paused there. So, secret, I'm being watched while I'm recording right now, and it uh, it freaks me out. It's It's hard to do when, I can't go when people watch, but anyway... So, find us on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Just look for The Night Nerd. We're out there and everywhere. Or you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. I want to thank my silent guest, Wiggy, for being in the studio watching me record. Wiggy, say hi. Hi. Um, 
yeah, we're going to learn about Louisiana, and we'll see you next time. A bright future in sales, yeah, yeah.